This is Passages Podcast presented by Holy Revival. Yo, welcome back to another episode of Pass the Chips Podcast. Today's guest is this boy. <laughs> Don't say it, bro. This boy Fabian, bro. I'm not, not going to diss you, bro. I'm not going to about call me perm boy again. But, okay. Why'd you get the perm, bro? Dude, so, like, truth, the truth. <laughs> It's nothing crazy. I was like, my uncle, my uncle's a barber, so he was like, "Okay, yeah, I'm trying to learn how to do perms and stuff." I'm like, "That's chill, that's cap. chill." Just cap. How? Dude, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll call him right now. But yeah, he was like, "I was trying to learn how to do." Perms. Why don't you get um? Why don't you get it trimmed or something? I feel like it's uh. I'm about to. I'm gonna get it trimmed. I got the haircut, but you already know my hair grows out fast. So. Yeah, your hair be growing. I feel like you have more hair now. I feel like with the perm, you it oh, looks yeah. like you have more hair. Yeah, okay. And it's and it's curly, so I guess you have way more hair. I thought you just got it to to like I don't know. Oh no, dude! You know me with my straight, simple like ginger hair. I thought I didn't know you got a perm until I like really looked at it. And I was like, this is that, that's really saying something. I think I think I gotta like contemplate life right now. <laughs> Cause I thought you just woke up one day and you were like, I don't want to do my hair no more. And then so just and then, then and then that's how you wake up like every day with just crazy hair like that, bro. Dude, that's the thing. Like, I I don't know how to fix perms. Like, I don't know how to fix my hair, so I just <laughs> I just leave it like that. <laughs> so look at it. Bro. All, right, all, right, all right, all right, check this out. So this episode, uh, I mean, this podcast is called Pass the Chips, and we haven't really done. Um, uh, am, am I on there? Am I on there? Am I on there? Okay, cool. So we haven't really done um any chips on the podcast. Do we have it was like the first three episodes? I think the first three episodes we did. So check this out. My boy Fabian, I know him from like I know him like I know the back of my hand. Well, at least I'd like to believe so. Uh this guy at Juan Sabritones, and I was like, Well, we don't got him, so I know his second choice is gonna be lime chips. You know dude, I was gonna dude, Tell me head. tell me I was wrong. Here, I'm not gonna pour the. You know what? I'll pour the whole thing. I'll pour the whole thing. I'll pour the whole thing. We can pour it back in the bag. Pour it back. It's gonna be gone by by the end of the podcast. You feel that? You feel that? You you feel like you might eat them all? I'm confident. No way. Here, you get grab the first. How do you feel about that, bro? I feel like these are so salty, bro. So citrusy and salty, don't you? Jason, hey, for those who don't know, Jason is my uh, the editor of this of this here podcast. Uh, he just broke the AC unit. <laughs> <laughs> Jason, you want a little chip, bro? Grab a little chip, bro. <laughs> so, um, so my boy, baby, I've been knowing this dude for like 12, 13 years, man. And uh, we've been through so much. Unfortunately. Unfortunately, man. This guy doesn't leave my life, man. <laughs> you went to church today? No. You didn't go? I'm sorry. So you could have been here earlier? Yeah. 
<laughs> Why well, you? no, because, like Damn. I said, I was working some overtime, and yeah, I had to work on my project. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, your project, bro. Tell me how that was going. Dude, I'm I'm excited. So, recently, I got the opportunity to work with uh, the sister, and then uh, she's working with uh, Lake Point, Lake Point Church here in uh, Dallas. Dallas. Rockwall. Is, Rockwall. Hey, shout out my sister, Steph, man. Steph. Steph has been a warrior. She has been a role model in uh in our lives. And when I say our lives, I mean like her siblings. She's the oldest sister of my family. She's the oldest sister and she has been through so many things, I feel. She has been through through a lot. I'm just going to say that. You don't need to get into the details. Yeah. But if I were to look at somebody and say, "Man, like her life could have gone way different. It could have, but, you know, God be pulling people in. You know what I'm saying? This is the hand we're dealt, bro. It's the hand we're dealt. And she dealt it really well. I don't know which one, which mic, I, uh, which camera I should look at, but one of these right here. We got three cameras yeah, right now. This is the first time we have cameras, so I'm just I'm just here, man. This is crazy, bro. Right? That's what I'm saying, dude. Like, what? Got my boy Jason in the back. Shout out Jason, man. Uh, Jason's been dealing with these cameras, man. Jason knows what he's doing. He's worked with uh, Hope City. He's worked with um, uh, he's worked with um, Great Grace Grace Church Great Grace uh, Hope just Hope City. But he's also worked with many other people, um, whether it be camera work or it, it be um, just talking to them. So, shout out my boy Jason, man. I'm really excited for what is happening right now. Uh, I recorded an episode with Tony the other day. It was just an audio check. I don't know if I'll put out that episode. I don't know. It was just an a audio little, check. Like, snippet, I might put out a little snippet, uh, I think. Like a little 10, 15 minute snippet. Who knows? But we didn't record it visually, though. Um, but, yeah, no, my sister, yeah, she she came over the other day. And my sister works with Lake Point Church. If you don't know what Lake Point Church is, it is a nice church, a really good church over there in Rockwall, Dallas. And uh, right next to a nice lake, to be honest. Dude, it's beautiful, man. Have you, have you seen, have you seen pictures see. or pictures and stuff? You should go one day. I feel like if you, you end up, cool. you, you'll end up being there, bro. I feel like you'll end up going one day for real. Yeah, yeah. Like, she'll invite you out or something. But um, she recently got a job at Lake Point. I don't know if she's told you any details or anything, like nah, how she got the job. But anyway, she got the job. Uh, she was unemployed for about two years, right? And when, you get a, when you're unemployed, you don't feel excitement in life. You know what I mean? You feel sluggish. You feel like nothing is happening. You feel like uh, you, like you want to throw yourself off a cliff, you know? And so she was going kind of, kind of those, through those emotions. And she told me with, like, a lot of prayer and a lot of, you know, getting herself together. Yeah. She sent out a little application to Lake Point along with other places, along with other, like, uh, jobs. And uh, there was a situation where she had gotten a yes from a job. And then she got a, a yes from Lake Point or so, something happened. Yeah. And she had to make a decision. And that's when, like, God was like, you got to go to Lake Point. Now she's working on Lake Point and she's been doing good, bro. She's yeah. been doing good, and now she's in charge of you. Yeah, <laughs> now she's but in charge yeah, of you. Like, uh, oh, oh, no, no, my no, bad, no. bro. I don't know, dude. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> well, while you think that, um, but yeah, like you hit me up and I was like, 
it was out of the blue, but like dude, I was excited. It's like it finally gave me like a chance to like build my portfolio, and like it's not just like with Fanny, but it's with the church, you know. Mm-hmm. So it was really cool, and I'm doing a project for them right now. I'm starting off. And the reason I hit you up, bro, because I could have hit up Rodney. Shout out Rodrigo. Rodrigo. I could have hit up um. I guess Isaac, I could have hit up, not really, because he doesn't really do, like, designs and stuff. But I could have hit up Roddy and be like, yo, Roddy. But I didn't want to, bro. Not Nothing against Roddy. I feel like, but I hit you up because I feel that you needed that. You Not that you needed that, that you needed, uh, maybe you want, you were looking for some structure. And I always like to help people out, bro. And I was just like, dude, I told Stephanie, because she was like, Hey, you have any friends who like to design? I was like, yeah. Basically everybody. <laughs> you know, everybody I'm with. Everybody I know. And so I told her, let me hit up Fabian. I told her I told her if she was serious because I don't even want to hit you up and her not be serious about it. And so uh, she said, yeah, I'm serious. Let them know that, et cetera, et cetera. And I sent you the details. Yeah. I forgot what I sent you. but And then you hit me up on, what, like Monday morning or Sunday? Monday, Monday morning. You hit me up in doubt. Hit me up in doubt. And I was like, bro, you the the second you hit me up, Stephanie hits me up. She's like, hey, I'm about to send an email out. What's his full name? And I was like, bro, just wait on the email, dude. And now you're on the what 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 projects she got you going on the email? So basically what like she kinda has me doing is like working for kind of like to do graphics for Instagram. Okay. I'm working on this post for uh, like a regular post. Yeah. Like Okay. Basically, just copy and paste in Spanish. Cool for translating. You know what it is, though? Yeah, yeah. It's like an encouragement post. It's uh, about politics. Oh, my God. My water right here. Uh, in regards to Psalm 16, 8. What does that say? Uh, I keep my eyes always on the Lord. With him at my right hand, I will not be shaken. Right on. Yeah, dude. So, the first post I made for the actual post mm-hmm. came out pretty nice, but I'm still kind of in the in the works for the story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, um, it's coming out good, dude. And knowing my sister, bro, she probably hit you up, you know, saying, saying, excuse me, my sister's pretty straightforward, so yeah. just don't, don't feel bad no, she no, says that, so. Like, did she say that, did she say that to you? Not necessarily. She was like, everything you tell me, I'm, I'm straightforward with you. She didn't say that. Maybe, but she said uh, she I, she told me she was like, just know that I'm straightforward and you know I like I like tweaking things and stuff. So. Oh yeah, dude, that's what that's why I won because like I told her straight up like I'll send you stuff early, just so that like we can go back and forth on it because that's what I like. I wanna, yeah, I want to make sure it's good. I don't want to send it day of. Yeah. And crap, y'all screwed up and do. Do you see yourself working for a church? Yeah. You want to? That's what I you want to do. Bro. That's really what you want to do. Because I feel like in that environment, like, yes, I'm working in the ministry, I'm working at church, but at the same time, like, it's going to build you up as a person Yeah. because you're surrounded by those people. So, like, let's say, like, unfortunately at my job, Nissan, like, I don't have that many churchgoers. Yeah. So I'm just kind of surrounded by, like, stuff that, like, I don't really, I, sh- I shouldn't really be oh, partaking surra- in. Okay. Yeah. Like drugs. <laughs> no, I mean, no, it's just like different stuff. It's not different, different conversation. Yeah, I yeah. feel you. 
So, yeah. like, working in a church, like, I feel like I'll be less stressed. I'll yeah. be... More encouraged. Chill, I'll be more encouraged. Yeah. Because uh, she's told me that her church, Lake Point, they do uh, they do prayers, prayer stuff. Like, they have a prayer uh, time. And they they do a lot of, like, activities. And they, they have so much freedom in the sense of, like, where you work. Yeah. Like, you're not stuck in an office or anything like that. Like, you could work outside. You could work in whatever, you know, area of the church and yeah. just get your stuff done. And uh, Yeah, I, I like that because, like, I don't like working from home. Yeah. But then I don't like being stuck in, like, cubicles. Like, yeah. Home. And who knows? Maybe, maybe you end up surprising people over there at Lake Point, bro. And and then you're part of a new, you're part of the new team. And who wh- would you ever move to to Dallas? What if what if Lake Point was? They send you a little email. One year from now, right? Hey Fabian, or six months from now, they're like, hey yo Fabes, um, we love your stuff, man. Recently we have a new position opened up, and we were wondering if you want to work for us, and we'll pay, dude. They pay my sister good, bro. They pay my sister good, bro. <laughs> they pay my sister good, bro. I mean, like, me personally, I always told myself, like, I I wouldn't care if I'm homeless. Like, if, Wait, if what? I'm still able to, like, worship God. Uh, okay. Yeah, like, in that sense. Okay. Not, <laughs> <laughs> I just asked if you wanted to work at a church. <laughs> no, I don't care if I'm homeless. <laughs> but, no, um, yeah, yeah. If I'm able to just worship God anywhere, mm-hmm. that that's what I'm trying to get at. Yeah, okay. Anywhere, bro. Like I'll be chilling and like. Yeah. I feel that, bro. Uh, it'll be something to consider. Like, I would need some time to consider. Cause it is a four or five hour drive. Whole new environment. Well, not really, cause if if you're working with a whole church for six months, I feel like you get familiar with people. Yeah. And so you wouldn't feel so out of place. And, like, I'm pretty sure, like, within those six, like, this is still hypothetical, but, like, within those six months, I'm pretty sure I will, like, gone to that church a few times. Oh, of course. Of course. Why don't we make a trip? Down? I'm down. I always wanted to go. I always wanted to go to her church. Yeah. I'm down. Go on a Sunday. Yeah. Come back that same day. I mean, we did that literally that one time. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. We, we, we went to, um... This is sidetrack, bro, but this is a story, dude. So, for those who don't know, what camera do I look at, Jason? This one? Any of them, except for this one. So, for those who don't know, yeah. For those who don't know, Fabian and I have been rocking for about 12 years, man. Oh. <laughs> Fabian and I have been rocking about 12 years. This is one time uh, we went to, where did we go? EGP? But then we also went to. Someone came here and and left something, right? No, you you had your shirt. Only. Oh, we went because we wanted. Okay, so. Hungerford, they came to Hungerford, no, and they left a sweater or something. I think so. So about what? Four four years ago. About four years ago, my man. This guy Fabian finds a um, a sweater. Who who? Who left the sweater, man? Who gave you the sweater? Brandy. So shout out Brandy as well. So Brandy's uh, a good friend of ours. She's been rocking with us as well for many years. And 
some dude or some girl at EGP or from EGP at Counter God's Presence Camp over there in Dallas waxed a hot, waxed a hot. She um she had left a sweater. <laughs> <laughs> So we went all the way to Dallas to drop off this sweater because this girl's from Dallas, yo. This girl's from the Dale L. Ellis, right? And so the worst thing about the trip, right, is that we went and we didn't even get to drop off the sweater. We still have it. I still have the sweater. The sweater still is somewhere in my house, bro. And so, but the trip was crazy because over there in the trip, we, we were in my Toyota RAV4. That thing was, man, I should have never sold that thing, bro. Beast, bro. My dad always tells me, you should have never sold it. I'm like, you're right, dude. We went all the way down in that Toyota RAV4 2006. Still going, um, strong, going strong. We hit like 120 one time on that strip right there. On that strip over here in Dallas, we hit 120 miles per hour. Just for fun, just for fun, just to see how it felt. Uh, and then, uh, so we went to this this high school. There was this high school that we went to. I forgot what the name of the high school was. I forgot the name of the high school. I remember it was like their mascot was like a cult or something like that. Their mascot was a cult. That didn't make no damn sense. But we walked into this high school like nothing, bro. And we were just two strangers, two, two, two men, not even men. We were boys back then. Two boys just from Houston, Texas, drove all the way to Dallas and walked inside of this high school like if it was nothing. We could have been armed. We could have been, okay, we could have been strapped. Okay. <laughs> but anyways, we walked into this high school. Uh, we saw some friends of ours. Uh, they didn't even say hi, to be honest. And then we went to uh, Sam's Club and ate a pizza, and they came all the way back to Houston. That's literally what we did over there, bro. Literally. Oh, no, we went to my sister's crib. That's true. We went to my sister's crib. Unannounced. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, over in that area, Greenville area, she's back over there. Yeah, back over there. Yeah, she's back over there. Uh, Yeah, yeah, so from where... We went to, like, Burleson. Yeah. We went to Burleson. So we drove about an hour, 20 minutes to, like, past Rockwall into Greenville. That's what we did. And so the church is five hours away from here, if you ever want to go. I mean, I'm still down to go. Just, oh, like, with my car, I'm not going to be stopping for gas. For like no, we'll go, in, we'll go, in, um, we'll go in, in my mom's van or something. Gas, yeah, we'll take Roddy and them or something. I don't know. Because, I mean, if we go on a Sunday, that means Roddy can't participate at church on Sunday. Like, none of y'all can. Unless it's just me and you. Let's go next like, Sunday. I, I wouldn't want to take, like, half the worship team with us. Let's go Sunday. Let's do it. Why not? I'm not going to leave it. Where are you going? Austin. Why? Uh, they have a tubing trip. Let's go tubing. Who? Who's Nathan, tubing? Nathan, Daniela, Tony, Alex, other people. So none of y'all going to church on Sunday? In a sense, yes. Bro, y'all be having so many trips, bro. 
I don't know how they do it, bro. I be skipping half of them, and then they'll still be making more. I'm like, that's oh, a dude. that's the crazy thing about that group, bro. Hey, shout out that group. Like, no hate towards y'all, but where y'all get this money from, bro? Dude, like, like I guess like Pantone, like some close, yeah, quote yeah. unquote close. Yeah. But still, like, bro, it's like two trips every month, three trips every month. Not even. I feel like it's so many trips. I feel like, I feel like. They're part of some 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 sketchy stuff at this point. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like they're part of some sketchy stuff because, like, not even me. Like, I go to Mexico, right? But I that's that's every three. Yeah, I gotta. My family owns a timeshare, and some people might not agree with that. But look, man, if I want to go to Cancun for a hundred bucks, I will. <laughs> that's true. I'm telling you, we're planning a trip to Vegas, and Vegas is a. Vegas is a place, bro. Vegas is a place. Uh, if we go to Vegas, I feel I feel like we should fly over there, spend three nights, maybe even book another night, and, you know, go go casino it out, bro. That's cool, though. Like, what would like, you do? I'm kind of scared, Loki. To go to Vegas? Well, not even because it's Vegas, but, like, I don't know what to expect. So it's not even, like, scary. I feel like there's so much hype around Vegas. Yeah. Uh, my sister went to Vegas. She said it was chill. She saw the Elvis Presley statue. Elvis Presley, that Westgate result, the resort, Elvis Presley performed his debut on in that resort, bro. And we're finna go there. And then he has seven years of concerts there. So, so we're going in a good spot. Jason, you want to go? You want to go to Vegas? Whenever, bro. Uh, actually, after this guy turns twenty one. Nah, we're not trying to get married in Vegas, bro. We're not. We're not. We're not dumb. <laughs> <laughs> we're not that dumb. Nah, but I, this guy turns twenty one November twentieth, and uh, right. that is a Monday. No, is it? That was a Sunday. It's a Sunday, and we're gonna go on that Sunday, November twentieth. I feel like you'll be down. He's down. He said he's down. Well, he says down now. He said he's but down like, now, but people. there might be something going on on that 20. But, I, like, if you're down, we're going to book our – Bro, we could take the podcast to Vegas. Hey, that's going to be the excuse, bro. You guys tell your mom. Be like, Mom, Lewis needs me in Vegas. ¿Por qué, mijo? Esas cosas son del diablo. That's what she's going to say. You're going to say no. They're going to record a podcast over there. <laughs> <laughs> she's going to be like, oh, okay. We're going to record a three-day podcast. We're going to record a three-day podcast. Keep the cameras rolling. Now, we'll go to Vegas, bro. We drop, uh, drop a few hundred dollars in the casino. You know, not nothing too crazy. We said 200 on a certain color. We don't know what color. So, if we all do 200. If we all do 200, right? That's six hundred dollars, right? Wait a second. Wait, where you getting the math? Oh wait, it will be eight hundred if if Jason goes. Wait a second. Where you getting the math from, bro? Because it's you, me, and Roddy, on no, oh, Isaac. No, it'd be oh, it's already four of us. So it'd be eight hundred bucks. Oh, dude, that's that is... a thousand dollars. I was about to say ten grand. Oh, God. Ten grand. <laughs> that's a thousand dollars on one color. That would be insane. That would be insane. To lose it all. Oh, oh my. No. Imagine we lost it all, bro. 
Dude, I would never go back to Vegas. Oh, no. I like, think I'll get traumatized. No, but even then, like, it'll be my, f- I wouldn't say my last one. I wouldn't, I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't. But uh, my sister, she gambled a little bit. She went to the casino. I think she won some stuff. I think she won, like, 300 bucks or something like that. If I don't, if I, I mean, she might have lost it. I don't know. But go to Vegas, man, and have a good time. I mean, you're about to be 21. 21 is dope. 21 going to be it. Actually, it's not. You, you, you feel, you'll feel the same. You'll feel the same. But we'll go to Vegas, and then uh, three days. Uh, that'll be fun, dude. That'll be fun. Bro, we lost track. That'll be fun. <laughs> we lost uh, track. Yeah. What were we doing? Oh, yeah, we're talking about Lake Point. Lake Point <laughs> Church. Oh, we're talking about going to Dallas. My bad, bro. My bad. I was like, Vegas, uh... How do we get to Vegas? No, Dallas. We talk about Dallas. Dallas, yeah. If you go to Dallas, uh, go to Lake Point Church. Um, you never seen the church in person. Like it's just a big oh. church. It's a huge church. I think it it seats, it seats like uh, ten thousand people or something like that. I might be wrong. Actually, I might be super wrong. Might not, but might not be. it's not even that big because Lakewood Lakewood is a hundred thousand or forty five thousand. Uh. uh 45,000 people a Sunday. That was a big drop, bro. He said 100,000 to 45,000. Look, hold up. I'll tell you right now. I'll tell you right now. Lakewood Church capacity, right? I'm tripping, bro. I'm tripping. Hold up. I'm tripping. Oh, wait. No. No, no, no. I'm I'm not tripping. So, Lakewood Church is 45,000 attendees per week. But the capacity is sixteen thousand eight hundred. So that means uh that means there's forty five thousand people that go per week, but there's only six it can only hold sixteen thousand at a time. We got forty five thousand people in Houston. But what do you feel how do you feel about big churches? It's not necessarily the big churches, it's the people behind the paper, honestly. Okay. I think that's what it is, like so for for example, what's the difference between Lakewood and Passion or Elevation? They're both they're all big churches, and a lot of people hate on big churches. Oh yeah, dude, and I can see why. You know, you got mega churches that are like profiting off of tithes and offerings. Okay. Um, the whole scandal with the money in the wall at Lakewood, bro. Bro, I would have taken the money, bro. <laughs> if I was a, a if I. If I was the plumber or the electrician or whoever it was, I'm pretty sure they snuck like a little. I would have snuck a little bit on, you know. I'd be like, hmm, snuck a little bit on hundred. How they find it? So apparently they uh they were con- like remodeling or reconstructing something or finding I don't know something yeah. in the wall. Uh, like reconstruction. And then they found money within in a wall or in a room or uh, something. They found like a million dollars or something. I don't. I, but let me let me uh I have my phone now because. I like to research stuff. I like to yeah, fact I do, check. But like, if you ever been there in person, bro, you see how big that place is. Like, oh yeah, Lakewood is insane. Plumber. Okay, so NBC News. Oh, what? Hold up, give me a second. Plumber who discovered money in a wall of Joel Osteen's Lakewood Church gets twenty thousand dollar reward. How? It says a plumber who discovers stacks of cash and checks inside of a wall at Celebrity 
televangelist Joel Osteen's Lakewood last month has been awarded $20,000 by Crime Stoppers of Houston. The envelopes were discovered behind a loose toilet by the plumber while he was doing repairs at the Houston church on November 10th. Seven years after the church reported $600,000 in cash and checks stolen from a safe. Evidence from recovered checks suggests that the discovery of, uh, of was co- the discovery was connected to the March 2014 theft. Wow, dude. So... Lakewood Church stole $600,000 worth of money and hid it, hid it behind a, 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 a toilet. <laughs> <laughs> That's so crazy. I ne- Like, a lot of people just kind of, like, say, uh, oh, they found money behind the walls, but they don't know what money it was. Wow, that is. Because I don't want to, like, presume that, like, Okay, so Joel Osteen is the owner of the church? Yeah, but... You get what I'm saying? It's a big church. You got so many people there. You got a bunch of... I don't think Joel Osteen didn't know that there was 600K worth of... uh, 600K worth of money behind a toilet. Honestly, he was pretty chill about it, too. Yeah. I didn't see no interview of him saying anything, but... But, see, that's... See, but that's a church where people that go to Lakewood, I'm not saying you can't find God. I'm not saying that you're wrong. I'm just saying that if, you know, if a church is stealing $600,000 and leaving it behind the toilet for seven years, like, that's not godly, bro. It's not. And, like, it's not even that. It's, like. It's every day from those seven years that that you know, money could have been used. That to to like, to. It's not even about the money. Also, it's like the surface level of like the messages and stuff. What do you mean like by the, that? What do you mean surface level of the messages? Because like you had like the behind, behind the scenes, the behind like okay behind the closed doors, the like money. Yeah. But then like every day, you know, every Sunday is Osteen's like preaching something that's like not entirely true, so that mm. should have like clicked in someone's head. Like this guy's not legit. Okay. Why is he preaching only one side of the Bible and not both sides? Why not the other right. three? Right, right, right. I feel it's you. Like, and then that's what I, because I w- I saw this uh, post. Someone posted on their story. It says something about mega churches and pastors. Like, not all of them are bad, right? Like, there's some... Like, I, I listen to Troy Brewer on the podcast yeah, he has. Yeah. You know Troy. Yeah, I met him. So, Troy is... uh He has a uh, a church in Burleson. It's called Open Door Church. And Troy... Bro, Troy is the most chill pastor you'll ever meet, I feel. Oh, yeah, Troy is super cool. chill. Super cool. This guy has taken... So many trips to outside of the country and saved little go- boys and girls from sex trafficking. And that that is insane. I, that's his main thing. That's his main thing. Like, he, that's how his, how his ministry started, like, outside the country. And it's now it's growing into literally superhuman, superhero Troy, you know? 
and he has teams around the world who track down like these sex offenders and all that. Like he will have, he said on an interview said, "There's I have." He said, "I have built teams that track down websites that show uh, underage pornography, and anyone who goes on that website is immediately targeted, and if they book a flight to a certain country, we meet them at the airport and arrest them." Wait, like they he he like, does that. He has teams that do that. No, but like he arrests. He has arrested people. Well, him not not himself. Obviously, he's not a federal agent or anything. Yeah. But he has teams that do so, like, that. He let the yeah. Dude, dude, that guy. Yeah, like, <laughs> that guy's insane, bro. I'm telling you. Cool, bro. But this is what I'm getting at, right? This is what I'm getting at. This guy's amazing. He has an amazing podcast and everything. But he did a uh, he did an episode with Benny Him. You know who Benny Hinn is? Jason, you know who Benny Hinn is? So Jason said yes. So Benny Hinn is a notorious capper, bro, I feel. He, well, I want to say notorious, but he has, he's a big, you know, you know, let me slap you with my jacket kind of guy. And you go down, you know, you go down and get slated by the spirit. You know, like that, that guy that puts his hand on people and people start spazzing out. Pushes him down, you know, RKO's him on stage. Uh, <laughs> and he has uh, millions of dollars as well. Has wrongfully used money and all that. But I don't know. Like, I was trying to listen to his podcast that Troy Brewer had with Benny. And I don't... One one thing was I didn't really listen to Benny. Like, I, I think it was like 10 minutes in and I still didn't... Like, I, there was no Benny yet. But after Benny was talking, I, I don't know. I feel something. I was like, I'm I'm prejudiced against this guy. I can't listen to him with an open mind anymore because of all he has done. Yeah. You know, and because like he knows like what he did was wrong. Yeah, like, and you're so not be open minded to something that you know for a fact. But yeah. like now, but then I think like then like all those videos I watched are pretty old. Like they're pretty old videos. So who knows? Maybe that guy changed. I don't know. Like, can you change? Can you change from from doing that? Can you like Francis Chan, for example, right? Now he used to have a big church in Cali, but now he doesn't. I don't uh, know. Definitely, people can change, but definitely, it's not you changing. Yeah, it's God setting you to where you need to be. Yeah. God knows everything that's gonna happen, that has happened, yeah, that will happen. You know. Yeah, yeah. So He puts you in places that you know that you recognize that you shouldn't be in. Okay. And so you kind you kind of make that change in a sense, but it's God leading you to where you need to be. Yeah, I feel like if Benny Hinn changed, then. Joe think could change, uh, but I, you could you could get so caught up on what you're doing, wrong, and never change. You know, I, is there isn't there a Bible verse that goes like, some people like there's literally no way back for some people. Like there's let me let me let me like I said I like to fact check so let me uh yeah no yeah dude so what's that what's that um for people. You know that Bible verse I'm talking about? 
That's crazy, bro. What did like? What kind of? What did it start with? I don't know, dude. Like something about. It says right here. I think Second Peter two twenty one. I think that's the verse. Let me go to my U version Bible app. Shout out to my friends on U version. Uh, I see y'all highlighting. I see y'all making little posters and whatnot. You know, <laughs> I see y'all doing the thing, bro. I see y'all doing, doing y'all thing. Uh, it says right here. It says right. Here. Deceptions of false teachers for when they. This is two Peter Second Peter two eighteen. Hey, to be honest with y'all, bro, I got to get back into work. But anyways, it says, for when they speak great swelling words of emptiness, they alert through the, the lust of the flesh, through lewdness, the ones who have actually escaped from those who live in error. While they promise them liberty, they themselves are slaves of corruption. For by whom a person is, by whom a person is overcome, by him also he is brought into bondage. For if after they have escaped the pollutions of the world through the knowledge of the Lord and, and Savior Jesus Christ, they are again entangled in them and overcome. The latter end is worse for them than the beginning. So I think that's saying like, let's say um, you, right? You have a an addiction to... To I don't know. You, uh, let's say you're addicted to to uh, drinking. Let's say you're an alcoholic, right? Fabian drinks alcohol, gets wasted, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. It says right here, for if they have escaped the pollution of the world through the knowledge of the Lord, Savior Jesus Christ. So let's say one day you drink alcohol. You're 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 drinking alcohol. You're an alcoholic. And then one day you give yourself to Christ. And all of a sudden you're back in it. You know, binding those ekises. Those ekises. Those ekises. Those Michelob Ultras and whatnots. Mm. Hey, shout out to Guinness Draft, though. They, they're, uh, every time you drink a Guinness over there, a world of beer, $1 is donated to the, a, uh, the a, um, AML, MLS. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I, say, I yes, bro, bro, I cannot believe I, I, I cannot believe that I don't know the name of the disease, bro. I am so sorry. AS, uh, it's not AS. AS, uh, ALS. ALS, I think. Is it ALS? ALA. Anyways, bro, there's this disease that the ice bucket challenge disease. Yeah, yeah, that, you know? that's what, yeah. Yeah. So, anyways, say if you if you're in 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 that al- alcoholism and you come back. And God saves you. I did. I did this because He did save you. But then it says, then again, you're entangled in them and overcome by the sin. The latter end is worse for them than the beginning. So that means that you have the first of all, you're an alcoholic because you didn't know Jesus, right? You're an alcoholic because. Maybe not because of that. Maybe because, I don't know, you went through some trauma or your dad used to drink a lot or, you know, you saw things happen in your life. And there's there's always a reason why people do things, right? There's always going to be a reason why people do things. That's why I always say it's better to have a conversation with them 
before you start telling them that it's wrong, right? Like, if you see somebody drinking, maybe, hey, like, hey, man, like, this is the third time this week that you've gotten drunk. What's what's going on in your life? Why are you drinking? You know, don't don't just tell them that it's a sin and then pray for them and et cetera, you know, whatever. But let's say you were drinking and all of a sudden God saved you, but now you're back in it. It says that it is worse for you the second time. It is worse after you've gotten back in it. That's way worse. And then it says, for it would have been better for them not to have known the way of righteousness than to have knowing it to turn from the holy commandment delivers them. But it has happened to them according to the true proverb. A dog returns to his own vomit and a sow having washed her wallowing in the mire. Wow, dude. Bro, I tell you firsthand, that is very true, bro. Wow, dude. I, I know firsthand and stuff like that. Wow. I'll be stuck in one sin. Okay. And, you know, ask God for forgiveness, you know, yeah. all that, and I'm good. And then something happens in my life to where, like, I fall back head first into that sin, bro. Wow. And then it sucks way more because you know it's wrong, but you still do it. Uh-huh. And, like, bro, it's just killing you, bro. It's like, um, I knew this kid. I knew a guy. I forgot who it was, actually. I just know the story that he told me. I forgot who it was, but I know the story he told me, so I'm going to tell it. He said he used to leave church early with his girl. His girl would go to church with him. They would leave early, and they have sex in the parking lot. Imagine that, bro. Imagine that, bro. In the Lord's yard, bro. You leave church early to have sex with your girl in the parking lot. Honestly, even if you were married, I feel that's wrong. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, 100%. You can be the most religious person. You just, I don't, there's no words to explain how good you could possibly be. <laughs> Having sex in the parking lot of a church, bro, like, you, you're freaking sick, bro. <laughs> like, there's no... What goes through your head that you cannot wait till you get home that you're just. God, dude. But this I guy, I forgot I forgot who it was, but he told me that. And I was like, no way, bro. I was like, that's definitely wrong. I feel like that's disrespectful in so many ways. Uh, but that's what I'm saying. Like, he knows righteousness. I know righteousness. I know. I know. I know God. I know Jesus. Sometimes you forget people, right? You can forget God, too. You can forget who he is and how he acts. Just like I can forget how. Just like I forgot that guy. I forgot who he was. I think I used to work with him. Now I'm trying to remember. It's not worth remembering, though. But anyways, I know I know God. I know Jesus. But there's things in my life that I still do. Even now. It's just like, well, what are you doing? ¿Qué haces, bro? ¿Qué estás haciendo, bro? ¿Qué estás haciendo, bro? You know? <laughs> I look to my left. Hey, so we have this AC unit sidetrack real quick. We have this AC unit. Uh, we got two of them, actually. Um, And it's actually not even that hot in here anymore. Damn, bro, you chowing down on them chips. Um, my boy Jason's out here brooming water. 
My boy is sweeping water right now. Shout out my boy Jason, man. I feel like I shouted him out too much. Real now. true. That's how we do it at Full Sail. Yeah, that's how we do it at Full <laughs> Sail, man. <laughs> hey, just make sure you don't sweep it onto that. Uh, I mean, I feel like I shouldn't have told you that. I feel like that was really condescending on me, bro. I'm sorry. You know, I hate when people tell me the obvious. That's the most obvious. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> Sometimes I'll be doing it too. Right. Like, obviously, don't sweep the water into the power strip. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> obviously, don't do that. Still does. <laughs> oh, dude. Hey, is that fridge going, bro? Is it going? How's that Corona feeling? I need some. This is more chilling. All right, maybe tomorrow. But I don't even know how long this episode has been. I feel like it's been uh, 30 minutes, right? Something like that. 40, so you already press record again. Nice, dude, nice. Man, uh, hey, shout out to my supporters. Real quick, I'm going to do a little shout out. Is that is that camera all the way in the back working? <clears throat> Hold on, I got to look super close. <laughs> Hey, shout out to those who are listening, those who have been supporting, those who have been with us, even though we haven't been with you. You've been with me in my mind, but you not, you might not, I mean, I'm with you in my mind, but you might not think that because you, I haven't been with you on the gram. <laughs> bro, I don't, how am I a podcast host, bro? I, I don't know it, but point. shout out David. David, if you're listening to this, I want you to know that I love you. I want you to know that you are our number one. You, you know what, bro? I had David hit me up. When? Uh, I had him hit me up for the for my podcast and then for my graphics thing, bro. No way. Dude, he's a big supporter, man. He's David is the reason why I haven't given up, bro. Well, he might be one of the reasons. I feel like God has been pulling my strings a little yeah. bit um and also because i have nothing else to do man Dude, but, but hey sh- always on him, bro. shout out to those who have been ordering merch signing up on the website uh this is the new setup man i hope you like it i hope you're vibing with this i want my i want my guests to come through have a good time maybe eat a little bowl of chips you know and i want you here i want you to comment on this video and say something nice. Or something mean, maybe. Express you know, yourself. Maybe you're dealing with something. Yeah. And you just want to hurt people. How about hurt them through the comment section? Or right? just rant. Just rant a little bit. Yeah. Just say something like, man, Lewis, you know, you're you're not you're not cool, man. Say something. Like, if you're upset at Pastor Chiz or Holy Revival for not dropping anything, just. Say that. Say that. Don't be scared. DM me. But if you want to support and show love, also do that. I, I encourage that more. But um, we encourage all criticism. We encourage all criticism. We are here for you. You are here to enjoy. And there's nothing else that I could tell you but to just be who you are called to be, you know. Uh, on that note, I'm going to go back to Fabian. <laughs> Dude, but it's crazy that, that you mentioned that, like, going back to the word. Uh, yeah, you haven't been, you haven't been reading. I haven't. No. Would you say that that's because you're lazy? No. Okay, because you're not lazy. 
Oh, here's the thing. I'll tell you. Okay. And then you just started lying. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'll tell you. So there's this moment in time in my life where I kind of just gave up on everything, gave up on people, gave up on trying to be there for others, uh-huh. and get, like, focus on myself, but not in, like, a beneficial way and, like, a, y'all are mean. Get out of here, you know? That's so, how you were. Yeah. So that point in time i kind of just gave up on going to church talking to friends talking to people that i care about yeah just focusing on all the wrong things yeah and i just completely gave up on the word reading praying worshiping i gave up on all that did you gave up did you gave give that up because you felt that you felt some sort of uh animosity towards that or was it just kind of like a, what do you in call a, that? A side effect. A side yeah, effect of what you were going through. Yeah. But you already know me. You've known me for a long time. I'm a very, very emotionally driven person. Mm-hmm. Which is not good. Not good. Not good at all. Because yeah. you know me. I'll be complaining. I'll be. Ugh, mm. You hate yourself. Yeah. <laughs> but, nah, um, bro. Don't hate yourself, bro. I know that you're emotionally driven, but I think you also carry some. Uh, like, your emotions are valid most of the time, I feel. Most of the time, but, like, that's... But the way you carry out your yeah. emotions can lead to consequences. And it did, bro. It did. It kind of... I kind of dug myself my own hole mm-hmm. too deep that sometimes I'm just, like, now I can't get out of it. Now, right now. Yeah. Because I'll be dealing with the sin that I used to in the past, and it's kind of like God breaks those chains that he set you free from. But, like, you keep putting them back on yourself. Right, wow. You, know, you keep gathering the pieces and just putting back those chains. Yeah, getting the welding kit together. Yeah, dude. Freaking welding them on. And then yeah. And guy's like, not again. Nah, bro, come on. Take them off. And then I put them back on. And it's just yeah. like, it gets to the point where you know what you're doing, but you're trying to, like, play it off as if, like, oh, it's the enemy, you know, mm-hmm. it's, you know, he's trying to attack me. Oh, <laughs> no. no, dude, like, you know what you're doing. Like, don't. I feel that, bro. I do that. So, like, lately it's been getting better. Yeah. I could say I've been better than I was two weeks ago. Okay. Um, but I'm still having trouble getting to the word. Uh, I've been going back to church, though. Yeah. And I I told a friend of mine the other day, I was like, man, I don't feel really too comfortable. I think I told you, actually. So to my boy Jason, I was like, there's a lot of things that I got to get back into, like church. I got to get back into the word. I got to get back. Prayer life, though, my prayer life has been kind of growing, I feel. And that, I feel like that's the bridge that God is building in me to get back into the. Troy Brewer, his park has is kind of a catalyst as well because he's so he's so dope bro he's so cool like and so i was like like and his podcast his episodes are 30 minutes like these episodes are like an hour 30 so because his podcast is just him sometimes like most of the time it's just him and he's just talking about one topic like for example like dealing with burnout he would just talk about 30 minutes of dealing with burnout and so when i when i Looked him up. I, I don't know why I looked him up, bro. I don't know what it was. Something happened. Oh, you you know what it was? 
it 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 has always been on my Spotify recently played, and I haven't. It's been like eight months since I heard that podcast. Like when I recently played it, yeah. so it was like, why is it on my Spotify recently played if I haven't recently played it, right? And so then I went uh, about a few days ago. I was like, you know what? Let me just click on it. Let me see what's up with this dude. You know, I go. I'm scrolling. I'm like, you know, dealing with burnout. You know. A lot of us deal with burnout, so I just, you know, let me click on this real quick. And that guy just kind of ignited, like he, you know, you was sparking up the, yeah. sparking it up. You know, guy was sparking it up in me. Flame. Yeah, he was like, getting that flint and stone, man. And now, now I feel that I'm stepping into what I should have been stepped into a while ago. And so, prayer life has been kind of increasing a little bit. I think I'm, I start being more grateful with things now. That's good. I feel like uh, as a server, you get really irritated sometimes. People ask the dumbest questions, bro. Some dude told me to F off the other day. I was like, bro, you too, bro. You're lucky. I was like, you're lucky I'm working right now, dude. I'm on the clock because if I wasn't, ooh. I get so aggressive now, I feel, with people. And I'm on my breaking point. I'm at a breaking point right now. I was thinking of. I'm contemplating putting my two weeks in before I kill somebody, you know? There's this guy at Goodwill. Shout out Goodwill. Uh, Goodwill has been a, a primary supporter of HR. No, they haven't. I'd just be taking clothes from them. But there's this guy who was looking at me funny at Goodwill. I asked him what, what time they closed. He was just like, bro, we closed. Like, he gave me attitude. I was like, I asked him, I, I told him, you know how get it, uh, like, like if you a little ghetto, like if you're a little, yeah. you know, from a barrio, yeah. you know, I asked him, like, I was like, you good, bro? I was like, you good, bro? You know, it was got to have that bro at the end a little high. Love you me. good, bro? And he got really aggressive, and I got aggressive, and then I just, uh, he left. He turned away before anything happened, but it was good on him. Yeah, I feel like I wouldn't have turned away. So if he didn't turn away, it would have been a whole different story. But I, I don't know. I just felt like, man, maybe I'm getting a little too aggressive now. And so now I'm taking. I because of that, went back to the Troy Brewer podcast. Experience, experiencing real life. If everyone listen to that podcast, shout out to Troy. It's called Experiencing Real Life on Spotify and like et cetera, et cetera. But. There's this episode, bro, that if if you want to know how to deal with those situations, it's called dealing uh dealing with your enemies or something like that, or c- confronting your enemies. And he told me a lot of good things, bro. And so now I feel like God is kind of stepping into my life a little bit, or he's always been there. I'm kind of stepping back into him. And with those situations of like, where I'm getting a little too aggressive, maybe maybe I'm saying things I shouldn't be to like certain people. Maybe I shouldn't, you know, s- tell somebody f off either. You know what I mean? Maybe I shouldn't do that, or maybe. you know, <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe. Uh, but going back into the word and going back to church, bro. Going back to church, it's always been tough, bro. I know, I know. Always been tough. I, I seen it. You seen it? I seen it, bro. It's always been tough, bro. Gotta go back to church. Man, I don't know when I'm going back. That's what it seemed, bro. I don't know why I left. Um, you definitely left after like 
that one voiceover scene where when they went on the voice exam, they turned you off. Oh yeah, yeah. Hey, what was that about, bro? What was that about, bro? That was pretty bogus. That bro. was disrespectful to me, bro. I used to play on the worship team at Hosanna. Shout out Hosanna. They're doing great things. But there was one time I was on the team, on the stage, and they turned off my my guitar. And I was playing the right chords. I was I was tuned up. They didn't tell me nothing in my in ear. They didn't give me a heads up like, hey, Louis, we're going to turn you off a bit because of et cetera. Nah, bro. I After the... The English service, I got off the stage and I told, I told, um, I told, dang, dude, I can't, Isaiah? nah, not Isaiah, uh, Luis me, not Luis me, uh, not Keith, who did I tell, it was a, it was a girl, it was a girl, bro, Kathy, Madeline, uh, Ka- no, not Kathy, Liz? Liz, I told Liz, I told Liz, I was like, hey, man, um, I'm not playing for English service, uh, Spanish service. I'm leaving. I got off stage, packed my guitar, and left. And I told her, it's because, and I, she said, why? I was like, because I'm not needed here. That's what I told her, bro. I'm not needed. I'm playing everything, but I'm not needed. So it's, it's better for me to get off stage and then be here as a, as a decoration. And after that, I guess I, I just kind of fell off. And that's interesting because I, the worship team has always been the thing, the reason why I went to church. Yeah. It was I don't like, there was a moment in time where I stopped going because of anything else. And I think that uh, a lot of people go through that. I feel they go they go to the worship team or they have like a volunteering spot, and then they they just go to church because of that. Exactly. Like you kind of just forget why you fell in love with Christ, why why you even go to church. Bro. Yeah, you get so caught up with worship teams, you know, volunteering, teaching, whatever. Yeah, you know, and like we we never stop to ask ourselves, you know, after a certain point, like why am I here? Exactly. What makes me love God? Yeah. And if if you're real with yourself and you don't know why, then you just have to reevaluate. Yeah, and I got a text from uh, Wendy one time. She said, hey, I'm going to take you off the group chat because obviously you're not in the worship team no more. And she said, if you ever want to come back on the worship team, let me know. Obviously, I didn't tell her anything. I was like, oh, thank you for letting me know that I'm getting kicked off the group chat. I'm like, Obviously, I wasn't like uh, responding to any messages because none of them apply to me anymore. But... I feel that that is the primary reason why I fell off from going to church because there was nothing else keeping me from going yeah. now, you know? And that was like, like, that's a big moment in somebody's life. When you stop going to church, that's the, the big, one of the biggest moments of, of your life because now, now you are, I mean, you're independent, so you get to decide when to go. Uh, now I got a car. I could show up whenever I want. You know what I mean? Like, I could. I could always tell my boss to schedule me at certain times, but I don't. So that that fire of going to church has just never been there anymore. Yeah. And that's why I was telling Jason the other day. I was like, this podcast, depending on who the guest is, 
Obviously, Fabian, he goes to church and all that. Uh, this podcast, I'm not going to try to, I, I won't try to say anything that I'm not even doing. You know, I don't want to be like a hypocritical guy on here. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to say, go to church. You got to go to church every Sunday. Like, I don't even go to church every Sunday, yeah. you know? Or I, I can't get on here and, and talk about um, certain biblical things because I'm still struggling with those certain, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not the guy to go to for those things. You know, I could I could talk to you about like uh, my beliefs and stuff, right? My general beliefs and thought processes, but I can't talk to you about, for example, if someone came up here and wanted to talk about, uh, I don't know, a, a progressive Christianity. Like, that's something that I do know of, right? I do know of, yeah. but there's something in my life that are are that I still need to change because they're they have become progressive thoughts, you know. I I just think there's a fine line between like being a hypocrite and being helpful, you know. Because like if someone comes to you and you're dealing with the same the same issue, yeah. and you have the knowledge and you have, you know, I guess the words to say to that person, yeah. Then there's really nothing holding you back besides yourself from helping or, like, talking to that person about that subject, you know? Like, if some dude came up to me, he was smoking cigarettes, and he told me not to smoke cigarettes. You wouldn't really listen to him. Yeah, I wouldn't really listen to him, right. But that's, like, that instance he's telling you, you know, if someone comes to you for help about something that you're struggling with, then I'm pretty sure God's working with you in that or in you, through you, in that moment to that person. I guess. I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying, man. No, but definitely got to go back to church. Um, my new job, I got new, new, new employees or new workmates, and a lot of them are either fathers, like they're young dads, and I always ask them, like, do you go to church or like what? What kind of like what? What do you believe in? Kind of thing. And they all believe in God. They all believe in Jesus. But it's hard because um, they also don't go to church that often. So I didn't. I don't. I always sound like, yeah, me too, bro. Like I haven't been in church yet. Yeah. Like I haven't been. I've been. I haven't been going. So we're in the same boat. We're in the same boat. I can't tell you to. I mean, I would tell you like, let's, you know, try to go to church. But I'm not even really trying to go to church. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's the kind of thing I I avoid when yeah like telling it's basically telling people to do what you're, you're not, not doing, doing yeah you gotta preach you gotta do what you preach yeah. kind of thing yeah. you know but what I was trying to get at before was like when people come to you ask you you know yeah I guess what you're saying like if someone come up to me and said man Lewis like I've been struggling to go to church is there any tips that you could give me to go, go to back church. to church I'm gonna say well go to church go to church. <laughs> I'm going to say, well, I don't know. I've, I don't know because I haven't been going, so I don't know. you got to have to go ask Rod, Rodrigo. See, that's that thing, guy lives like, at church. So. I feel like I feel like in that time you would – I feel like you would go back to church. You but think so? Like, I don't think so. I just think it was like one of those moments where God's leading that person to you. God wouldn't lead anybody to me, bro, on that fact, on that fact. He doesn't know that. That's true. Who knows? Yeah, you're right. You're right, you're right, you're right. 
God. Jesus. Hey, shout out God, man. I've been giving out shout outs like they can. Need time to give one shout out, bro. <laughs> shout out God, bro. That that dude has been working nonstop, man. Dude. Um, works nonstop. You know, they will be working overtime too, so. That OT. I was telling, uh, was I telling Jason? I feel like I feel like Jason needs a mic, bro. Like Jason needs a little mic, handheld mic, maybe. If you want, bro, what, are these cameras rolling? All right, hold up. We're about to get Jason in the frame. Let me, let me, let him, let me load him up. Oh, while you're loading him up, bro, it's like crazy how God works. Because you would want things to go one way, and then they go like the completely opposite way where like you want something to happen a certain way but God's like it's gonna happen the way you don't want it right hold up we're gonna press a little pause on the audio so I could just restart it with Jason on it I'll restart the podcast real quick <laughs> yeah speak speaking that boy in there that's bro. me speaking great so we got J- yeah, Jason's on here now. Uh, you know, at some point we're going to have to make it like a skit where I just am in the back and I got a handheld and then somebody's recording me while I'm recording exactly. y'all. Exactly, there's a camera it's just a, pointing it's to like you. A, it's like Inception of cameramen. Yes, dude. The whole time, you know what I'm dude, saying? Dude, shout out Jason, bro. This is the Jason I was talk- talking to you about. It's your boy Jason, but they also call me Jason, you know uh, what I'm saying? I'm from the blog, it's what I do. He's um, not black, he's Colombian. This is true. Okay. Are you Mexican as well? Colombia Mexican? I am also Mexican as well. What kind of Mexican are you? Dude, the Mexican is. <laughs> I'm the Mexican of the Mexicans. You know what I'm saying? Yo, not going to lie. I've been eyeballing these chips the whole time. been like, damn. Go ahead, bro. Eat them up. Damn, damn, we got to get in this frame. This, my, this is the editor, guys. This this guy's about to cook it up. This guy's about to cook up. it up, bro. Yeah. I have a little box for him. This is a bunch of cash. All of the cash. Be like, here you go. I was Man. thinking, um, no, where, 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 who's Mexican in your family? Your mom or your dad? My mom's side of the family is Mexican. My dad's side of the family is Colombia. What's your mom's name? My mom's name is Maria. You want her full Mexican name? What's her name, bro? Maria Eugenia Lopez Chavez de Lugo. Hey. And then, uh, and then her social security number? What's her security? She doesn't have paper, so she doesn't have social security. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just uh, kidding. No, she definitely has, she doesn't have a social security number. I don't know what it is. She got an IT? I don't know what that means. Okay. Anyways. <laughs> IG. International. Tortas. Tortas. Dude. Right. Well, your dad's Colombian. Yeah. Damn, bro. So yeah. you, uh, what, what, what part of Mexico is your mom from, though? My mom is from Monterey, Mata, Mel- Matamoros. Matamoros. Which is like right on the border of Texas and uh, like you, Mexico. Yeah, I be going through McAllen, huh? I think we go through Brownsville sometimes. Most of the time, we go through. Through, I believe, Brownsville or Harlingen. Brownsville is kind of kind of sketch, bro. Is it now? No, it's, it's gotten better. It's gotten yep. better. Yeah, they're like trying to make it a little more modern from what yeah. I've seen. Gentrifying. Well, that's not what we're Gentrifying. That's the word. That's <laughs> the word. Gentrifying that area, Brownsville. Man. Shout out Browntown, you know what I'm saying? Dude, this is crazy that um, this is Jason, bro. Uh-huh. This is the guy. What are y'all talking about? You said something about God what? God, oh, yeah, yeah, so I was telling Jason, this is what I was telling Jason, um, I was telling Jason that, um, I was telling you something, bro, uh, 
something about me not going to church and then uh, couldn't speak on certain topics. And then we went on to saying God will bring people into your life on certain topics that you might not be prepared to answer. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Something about that. Doesn't sound like a conversation I was in, however. Does not sound like a conversation he was in. Yeah, that's but true. But I do like those conversations, so we could talk about it. Would you say that God, would you say that God, like let's say you were struggling with something, mm-hmm. right? Let's say you're struggling with um, pornography. Would you say that God could bring you somebody that's going to ask you how to overcome pornography so that you could think about it mm-hmm. and overcome it yourself? I think God gives us wisdom, and even though we don't follow that wisdom, he can still use us to give it to other people. Um, if someone died with pornography addiction, you think they'll go to heaven? I think if they receive the gospel, I think if they believe that Jesus is Lord, I think if they truly committed themselves to at least trying to be sanctified and, like, you know, they have their convictions right, then, yeah, even if – I think if you struggle with any sin, that's going to be something that you're going to have, like, for the rest of your life. Wow. Um, in First John, you know, it says that, like, anybody who claims to know Christ but says that they've never sinned is a deceiver. Wow. Like, they deceive themselves. And so that goes to show, like, even the 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 holiest of holy apostles recognize, like, they have sinned, that they're just, because we live in this fallen world, we're just not going to overcome. Uh, or we do overcome, but not in the fullness of, you know, I'm going to be completely clean of Sinless. this. Yeah, you're not like, there's be. not going to be one person perfectly ridden of pride. There's not going to be one person perfectly ridden of sexual, like, temptations. Yeah. Wow. Um, but so you're saying there's hope for people who have uh, who are uh, addicted to certain things. Absolutely, I think people in any stage of whatever they're struggling with, God gives them the grace to overcome. And I think if you really want to overcome it, like with like a wholeheartedness, you know, I think God gives us a way to do that. And I think that's through the church. I think that's through people. I think that's through reading His Word more than anything. I think that's in prayer. Yeah. Um, like the really basic principles, which though they're basic, they're just so hard sometimes. Yeah. Like, yeah. sometimes getting to church is hard. Sometimes, you yeah. know, going to that group, talking to that person that you know can help you. It's a lot easier to, like, give into your flesh because, like, that's just a natural response we have. Yeah. So, yeah. but I do think I, I do think we can be free from, uh, my bad, I didn't mean to <laughs> make that noise with the chair. You're good, you're good. I do think we can be free from, you know, certain addictions. I think it's a matter of, like, how willing are you, how willing are you to let that idol die? Right. Um. Because at the end of the day, addictions are idols. It's like, you know, it's like God's here, but so is that thing that you're addicted to. And so at some point, you got, you're going to bow down to one of them. Matthew 6 says, you can't serve both God and money. Like, you're either yeah. going to be a slave to God or you're going to be a slave to whatever, you know. Slave to the bag or slave to the cross, bro. You know? And so uh, it's a matter of, like, which who, who do you want to serve at the end of the day? Who do you want to serve? Um, I serve everybody. Because I'm a server, but I serve God, bro. Oh, because yeah. you, you're actually a server because you work at a job. You work at a, a Yeah, like, I, I liked what you said when, uh, when you first started talking about <laughs> stuff. But basically what I'm trying to get to is, like, you know what you're doing is wrong, and you know what to do to overcome it. But it's just coming to the fact that, like, it's just coming to the realization and, like, having to do it, having that self-discipline yeah. to do it. So I feel like everyone knows what to do when it comes to overcoming sin. It's just a matter of self-discipline. Yeah. 
I think I think people who know they're sinners are willing to overcome. I think people who don't want to admit it don't feel like they have to overcome anything yeah. because they think it's fine. For example, like porn, right? Like porn. Porn is uh, uh, a drug, obviously. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you get uh, shots of serotonin and dopamine to your system. Feel good about it. And um, keep talking. I'm gonna check the cameras. Go, go check the cam. You feel good about uh, beating the meats, masturbating, climaxing. But I feel like pornography. Looking at a screen, bro. Like me personally, uh, is something that. I do some struggle with sometimes, and sometimes I catch myself, you know. I'm like, why do I want to do that? Why do I want to? I don't even feel like doing it. Yeah, and then, like. And then you're like, but but I'll do it. But then sometimes, like, I don't feel like doing it. I just get up. I just I just get up and then uh, shower. I shower and then continue with my day, I feel. I feel like. With people who, this is what I'll say, people who do struggle with pornography, you get, like with me, I the way I catch catch myself. Sometimes I'll say sometimes because some obviously I fail sometimes. Obviously, yeah. but I always see myself uh, not failing when I look forward to the day that is ahead of me. You get what I'm saying? For example, when you wake up, when I wake up. And there's something ahead of me that day. For example, uh, the other day, what was ahead of me, the night before, I went to sleep early because there was I had to go apply for the the license. I had to go. Uh, then I had to go to work. Then I had to go to a meeting. Mm-hmm. Right. Then I had to come here. The whole day, and I didn't have time to think about porn. I didn't have time to think about naked women. Mm-hmm. You know, naked women. Naked women oh, bro. I didn't have time to think about that. You know, uh, so I just got up, showered, put a little music on, a little "Sex on Fire" by uh, <laughs> by Kings by of Leon. Kings of Leon, right. a, little, a little somebody, uh, somebody else by the 1975. Cried a little yeah. bit to that song, you know. No, I didn't. I didn't. Oh. I used to, <laughs> but <laughs> you get like two tears. Yeah, you shed a little tear. Shed a little tear. Get went into my room. I pay my sister to clean my room sometimes. Ah. You know, I pay a lot of people to do things. Bro. I've noticed. <laughs> yeah, I've noticed. I pay a lot of people to do things. So, uh, you know, I had my my room cleaned. I had my clothes there, and I was, dude. I, it was the perfect day. Came back from a. I was tired because I did a lot that day. There was produ- productivity that happened that day. Came back home, bro. I knocked out. Just went to sleep, bro. My pee-pee wasn't touched that day, bro. Other than the fact when I was showering, I had to wash it, right? But it's like that. Like, when God says, well, I told I told my, a good friend of mine, I said, uh, bro, Jesus says occupy until I come. And when he says occupy, I feel like he means, like, do stuff, you know? Don't be weird. Don't be Don't be lazy. Yeah. Be productive. Like, find something to do and do it and, you know, do it for me because I told you to do it and I give you the power to do it. So do it. And there's people that don't do what they're supposed to do. Yeah. So where where do they find themselves? Yeah. Boring. Yeah. You know, I think, uh, cock in hand kind of thing, you know? Yeah. I, you know, like, before I even became a believer, I still felt 
bad about watching pornography. Because scientifically speaking, it's just bad for you as well. Yeah, yeah, but like, like it makes you sluggish. Yeah, I, I think even I, I think I knew something good. about pornography that wasn't good for me. I just never knew what it was. Was it the fact that um, it's like a corrupt, corrupt website, or was it? Just I think because? it was more so like, uh, Animino talks about this in like one of his songs, but basically kind of goes into. He's kind. I'm gonna paraphrase real quick, but it's kind of like you you don't realize you're using pornography to objectify women. And so it it kind of like twisted it for me and it didn't it didn't make like the addiction to pornography any uh like less harder to overcome. However, every time I did do it, I now felt like dang, I treated you less than you being a person. Yeah. And yeah. so like there's a certain value that God has for everybody cuz we're all made in the image of God. Amen. And so when you know, you bring pornography into the picture and you start, you know, doing your thing and, like, doing it merely just for pleasure, you start to say, I'm just going to use you to satisfy myself in Mm. this moment. Um, And that's real toxic, bro. That's, that's like, the most toxic thing you can do. Red flag. Red flag. Red flag. Immediate. Immediate red flag. Immediate red flag. But we do it in other ways, too. Um, Not even just with pornography, but sometimes in day-to-day stuff, just to get our way, just to feel pleasure. We become prideful and we become manipulators and we be, you know, we do all these things. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's just, we don't realize how toxic we are until God shows us how toxic we are, I believe. Or if somebody else comes into the picture in our lives and like, and, you know, points out the things that you think are natural. Because the thing is too, bro, some people are just born into thinking some things are okay. Like their family, they be doing stuff. had a conversation with a friend the other day about his dad. Um, And it's just like, you know. Toxic behaviors become normal when they're taught to you that way. Until exactly. somebody comes outside of your, your little circle and it's like, hey, bro, all that stuff right. that you're doing, terrible. Exactly. Not good for you. Exactly. And so. Um, like you just said, like, certain things that we know is wrong, it's normal, yeah. bro. Like, there's there's some people, bro, that I asked, uh, I asked, I asked a friend of mine, I was like, dude, would you date a porn star? And he was like, yeah. I was like, that's interesting, bro. Like, that's that's pretty interesting because I wouldn't. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. they're just certain mores. But, and then there's other people, like, for example, um, when it comes to relationships, there's certain things that you do as a boyfriend or as a husband that you don't do. I mean, there's certain things that you don't do as a husband out of respect for your wife, right? right. And then vice versa. There's certain things that your hu- uh, wife won't do out of respect for you. And there's some friends out here who, the things that I find disrespectful and that what most people find disrespectful, for example, like your wife going out to eat with another guy, mm. or, oh, he's just a friend, you know? No, bro. No, if he's just a friend, keep him on the phone. Like, I don't want I don't want you to be near him one, one by one, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. just be straight up with me, too. Like, is he really just a friend, you know? Yeah. Uh, Certain things like that, like, most people would say, my wife is exclusive to me, and I'm exclusive to her. Right. Right? Uh, there's some friends that don't believe in exclusiveness. And it's because they grew up in a, in a certain way where it's like, well, there's no, there hasn't been any really exclusiveness around me because maybe my, my mom and dad had, you know, yeah. their lovers or whatever. Yeah. And, open and they have yeah. an open relationship. Yeah. Or maybe they've been through a relationship where 
exclusivity broke the relationship because one person wanted not wanted to not be exclusive, and so now they have formulated a lifestyle where, you know, they think behind their head they want to, uh, I guess, save what was lost, and now they're you know modifying their boundaries yeah. and yeah. not being exclusive. You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah. Yeah, and so they, like you said, there's some people that, like, I would tell them, like, bro, that's weird, and they're like, oh, is it really weird? I'm like, yeah, dude, that's yeah. Weird. like open relationships are weird, yeah, bro. Like, you know, and cool. then there's some people that just don't know that that's weird. Like, they think it's normal. I'm yeah. like, dude, that's yeah. It. Whenever I think about that, I think about like in scripture when when God says He gives people up to a debased mind, and basically saying like, you know, some people are so stubborn in their way that like he still allows people to do things that are like out of out of his will for humanity right like having open relationships which i don't understand that at all i think that's very toxic too because that shows me that just shows me you're not somebody who's ready for commitment ever oh yeah so yeah like that's a big red flag yeah and if you're in an open relationship right now and you're the one who wants the open relationship. You are the red flag. You are the red flag. So I'm staring at the one right in front of me because that's the only one that's it's that's looking directly to you. me. Okay, so. you got yours. Point point at point at the camera. Ready? One, two, three, go. You're a red flag. You're a red flag. If you're in um, an open relationship, and I say that I say that with love and not with I don't. harsh words. I say it with harsh just, words. Just because. Get your I, stuff together, man. <laughs> I just you know get I, your life together. Well, that. But also too, I don't think anybody's ever told you. Just how prideful and how, you know. If you're in an open relationship, really think about why you're in an open relationship. That too. Because that means you have no self-respect. Yeah. You like to you like to be, you, you don't want to be exclusive. You don't think you're, you don't think you are worth enough to be exclusive. Mm. You don't think that someone's out there, uh, someone out there, could love you enough for you to be exclusive with them. Yeah. You know? And so yeah. really think about it. some people yeah. out there in open relationships because they think they're not worth it, man. Yeah. And yeah. you are worth it. Yeah. You gotta change your ways, yeah. man. At the end of the day, I think like uh the the biggest problem isn't even like self respect or, you know, like how you grew up or your experience. The the root of the problem is like where do you even get your values from? Like, yeah. who is your, what is your authority when you make decisions about your relationships? Yeah. Obviously, if you're a believer, your standard is what the gospels say and what the Bible says. And you, you try to conform yourself, right? Romans 8, do not be conformed to the pattern of this world, but instead be renewed by the, or instead be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And so for us to even know how relationships should work, we have to know how they operate in God's eyes, because if not, we're just we're still going to mold them in a way that we think is right. And we may be doing things correctly, you know, purity, this, this, that. And those are all great things. However, the end goal is always to glorify God with your relationship, not even just to check off the check off the marks. Yeah. Because people are going to look at the purity of your heart more than they're going to look at your legalism or your religiosity or yeah. how well you keep the commandments. Yeah. And so, like, if you follow God wholeheartedly and you understand, like, how – how much more important that is than it is to, you know, do whatever it is to fix yourself up. Because you got to remember, too, you suck at fixing yourself. Like, you let's to be honest, we all suck, suck at fixing ourselves. Um, even trying to create habits where we stop doing X, Y, Z thing is still very difficult. And so we need God's power 
to to transform us in our hearts. And to be honest, man, like I feel that back in the day it wasn't that hard. Mm-hmm. It was, but it yeah. wasn't as hard. Well, now it's just so accessible, bro. It is because, yeah. like, let's say everywhere. back in the day, nineteen. Go to the eighties. Nineteen thirty. Oh, sure. Right? Yeah. Nineteen thirty. In the nineteen eighties, you kind of had some stuff going on, you know. Like there was a nineteen eighties, you already had TV, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So okay, so let's say nineteen nineteen thirties, you're like, man, I really want to see some. Bro, you can't. Where are you gonna see it, bro? Well, they also had like color yeah. outlays. Or okay, but you you gotta be in that. But you had to really you gotta, like. You gotta be there, bro. You, you gotta, gotta put in work for that. You know what yeah, I'm saying? You had to like, like get out of your house. You had to walk there. You had to pay somebody. <laughs> yeah. You had to walk there because you probably couldn't even afford a car by then, bro. Car, have cars were probably, uh, I think they were about. No cheap. A thou, 3K or something like that. I don't know. I mean, Ford, bro. Ford was created in 1914 or 19, no, no, 1912, something like that. And so if you are if you were middle class in the 1930s, maybe you could afford a car, right? Dude, I thought it was 1950. That's the no. <laughs> <laughs> No, bro. No, you gotta go class, bro. No, so you had to get there, bro. You had to get up from your house, fully erect, like you had to be horny this whole time, right? And then drive to pick up a Playboy book. Even I don't even think Playboy was out by then. No, when was Playboy? Hey Siri, I think it was like in nineteen seventies. When was Playboy invented? Hold up! Hold up! I'm not talking about Playboy Cardi, bro. Oh my God. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Playboy Cardi, I'm dead. Look, when was Playboy? Yeah, it's crazy how accessible this all this crap is. 1953. Literally. Okay, so 1953 was oh. when it was when Playboy was invented, not the car. But you know, let's say you're out there, bro. If you're out there uh, in the 1930s, bro, you can't just whip out a phone and watch porn. You can't just call somebody to come. You know, give you the, you know, the pleasure. You got to go find them. Man, I'm trying to find a hooker. You got to go find the hooker, bro. You got to know somebody that could provide that. But nowadays, I, I, could, I could do whatever I want on my phone. I could call whoever I want. I could download Tinder. Swipe left or play right, a little $12 for the, I don't even know how much it is. Like for like, for the no for the oh yeah OnlyFans, you get you know they have different prices on there. Find the cheapest one if you're trying to be, you know if you have a budget. The fact that people <laughs> spend their resources on porn, porn, bro. dude, and I'm a, I'm I'm guilty of that, bro. I'm guilty of that. Yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> no, bro. There was just OnlyFans one time. OnlyFans, uh. I was like, subscribe, and then, and then I, then you could unsubscribe right then and there. So I unsubscribed, and so then I got started. I started thinking. I was like, man, there's a lot of people that subscribe to OnlyFans because this girl was making money. This girl's making millions, millions of dollars, bro. And I was like, that's not fair. So I didn't want to be part of that. It was, I was really more envious of the fact that she had money, so I didn't want to give her no money. So I just. Bruh. Dude, I did. I'm I, so dead. I unsubscribed for the wrong reason. <laughs> <laughs> well, the good thing is you unsubscribe. Yeah, the good thing bad. is I unsubscribe. I yeah. Unsubscribe. 
But no, it's it's crazy how accessible it is. Like you go on yeah. OnlyFans, you yeah. create an account, you go on Pornhub, you go on uh, Brazzers or whatever, you know. And all these all these porn industries that are corrupt, by the way, Pornhub being one of the most corrupt porn industries out there, you know. There's uh underage sex trafficking happening behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know, I don't know where you find it, where these people find it. it could be page page three hundred, but I mean it's there somewhere, you know. Uh, there's people that lie about their age on there, you know. There's people that they make videos and they lie about their age, and there's no like, like you could just upload, you know what I mean? Uh, but it's insane. It really is insane. Uh, if you wanna, there's girls that are now on Snapchats and things like that. I don't even have Snapchat, but back in the day when I did have Snapchat, which was like two years ago, there was girls that would hit you up, and they would send you their prices. And they'll come over and, you know, be a, basically a prostitute or prostituting themselves. Like the private snaps. The private snaps and all that. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. Crazy. Back in the day, you didn't have none of that. So nowadays, it's so easy to get caught up on that. And it's yeah. just social media. You're scrolling and scrolling and scrolling for hours. Yeah. And screen time, you, you get your notification of screen time at the end of the week. And it's like, man, you were on your phone for seven hours a day, bro. Like, Okay, so what do you think? What do you think? Like, as maybe believer or non-believer, what do y'all think is something that, like, we could do to, you know, stop ourselves from getting so, like, I guess, entangled to, you know, sexual temptation, porn, whatever it is? I think think Lewis said it best. It's, like, keeping yourself busy and, like, being productive, uh, definitely staying in the Word. Because I know when I was so consumed by the Word, like, I had nothing in my head but, you know, trying to learn more trying to you know just do something you know yeah. yeah and then once i stepped away from all that once i stepped away from all the projects and stuff like i had quote-unquote free time i think it's different for every person man yeah yeah because for him is getting into the word uh which is probably the primary thing right but it's the primary thing to actually overcome it but for me it was getting busy every time i get busy i don't do it Every time that I'm not busy, I do it. You know what I mean? Every time I have the time, you know? And then it gets it get to a point where it's consuming you so much that now your busy time, like your pro- product productivity time is is being taken away because you want to do this. You want to be with this girl. You want to, you know, have a few minutes over here or whatever, you know? Or you want to be texting some girl mm-hmm. or whatever. But uh, I think getting busy, when you get busy, uh I always tell people, like, if you're struggling with something, like, th- if you're struggling with it, could be porn, it could be uh, alcohol, it could be, uh, it could even be, like, you're struggling with depression, yeah. whatever. Number one thing you could do, bro, is just get up and take a walk, listen to music, you know what I mean? I think, I think also, like move your body. For example, like, when you're, when you're driving, right, this is, like, a sup- stupid analogy, but it, it, it kind of correlates. I used to drive from uh, Dallas to Houston a lot, or Houston to Dallas, because I used to have a girlfriend out there. Uh, and I used to go over, and we I used to stay at her house for a long time, like up until like 12 a.m., right, like midnight. And on the way back, your mind is just, my mind was just tired. It was just, man, I want to go to sleep. So I'm driving, bro. I'm, you know, dying almost, right? Right. <laughs> Getting into the ditches and all that. <laughs> off-roading, <laughs> off-roading a little bit. My Tacoma. I used to have a Tacoma back then. But uh, I read, uh, I forgot who told me. I think it was her dad. 
her dad told me actually. Uh, she, he said, "Hey man, when you go back, buy yourself a bag of sunflower seeds, and just chew on them, and you won't go to sleep." And I was like, "Bro, it ain't gonna work." You know what I did? I bought a bag of sunflower seeds. Sunflower seeds. I was chewing on them. I did not go to sleep, bro. I was awake the whole time, and they got me thinking. I was like, "Wow, that's crazy!" Like, my 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 body is so tempted to go to sleep, but when it's busy with my with chewing sunflower seeds, it does not go to sleep. So the same thing, the same thing with your body and, and sexual temptation, I feel. Like if you're busy, you're moving, you're doing things, you're in projects, you're talking to people, you're going outside, you're, you know, I don't know, going to work out or you're, you're just here with Jason and Fabian and we're just chopping it up. None of us are, none of y'all are, are sexually tempted right now, hopefully, right? Yeah. <laughs> hopefully none of y'all are. I mean, but. I'm a man. <laughs> I'm going to tell you straight up, bro. Temptation be everywhere. So I'm but, uh, tempted. I think the difference is how do you react when temptation But you're not tempted comes. right now. Like, you don't oh, in this like, very moment? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> that's what you should <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No, but I'm saying, like, um, if you get, bit, like, for example, we all can go home. Hopefully, God, uh, you know, hopefully we all make it home. But if we make it home and we are uh, completed by the day, I mean, saying, like, your energy, everything you had today was just perfect. And, oh, damn, boy. <laughs> your energy is now low at the end of the day. You're most likely not going to feel to dive into pornography or, or sexual temptation, I feel. Me, I still struggle with it, right? And that's because I'm still trying to modify my scheduling, still trying to modify my energy. I'm still trying to find God, bro. I got to find God, bro. Kanye, I got to find God. I think I think another thing we're struggling with temptations and stuff is like addressing the the root of the problem. Um, why are you why are you exactly and honestly, over time that that why doesn't even matter anymore. I feel because over like at first you might man why do I why do I watch porn or why do I you know why why do I have sex or why do I have sex with multiple girls or why do I etc 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 the why might be because you're lonely it might be because you went through a breakup and you want to get you know back uh your revenge or whatever or and all of a sudden you cut yourself up into it but then later on your why is really just because you feel like it you feel like it your why is really because now you're into a habit yeah yeah you know it doesn't really the the thing your why three years ago is not the same why today Yep. Habit, bro. Habit. Habit. Yeah. I'm going to attack it. I'm going to add it. And they be the answer. You know? I'm on top of you like an addict. Addict. Get it? Addict. Not an addict. Uh, attic. Attic. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 To answer uh, the question that I just gave. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think, uh, Wait, hold on. Are the cameras good? Huh? Yeah, they're good. Oh, yeah. You yeah, turn them. Yeah, you can see yourself. Hi. Hi, everyone. You're there. He's there, everyone. He just saw himself in the camera. Um, I think if you're, I think if you're real serious about, you know, overcoming whatever it is, we're talking about pornography specifically right now, but really just any sin in general. Yeah, yeah. And sin doesn't have to be. Uh, my bad, bro. I didn't mean to cut no, you off. But sin could be really just short temper. Sin could really just be uh, morbid thoughts. 
the real, the real, think I think the real fa- fact of the matter of what sin is is putting anything that's in first place from God, and many other things too. But if you think about it, the majority of the time when we sin, it's because we think we know how like life should work, and it's through whatever thinking you're better than people or thinking that you're the man because you have sex with X Y Z amount of women per week or whatever it is. Like there's it's it's like putting it's like saying like God's here. Dang, y'all not gonna y'all can't see something on the podcast, but it's like God's at the top and I'm with him. Mm-hmm. And so like I know how it works because I'm with God. Or better yet, I am God. God. Wow. And so that is sin. That is that is like idolatry of self. Yeah. It's yeah. saying I know what's best for me. And that's kind of the mantra of the modern age is like, do what's best for you, bro. Yeah. Put yourself first. Do all these things. Yeah. And so it sounds real sweet. It sounds great. It sounds like Focus very yourself, powerful bro. and encouraging. However, what happens when when you put yourself first, you end up hurting other people. Mm. When you put yourself first, you end up rejecting everybody else that doesn't live up to your standard. What happens when you put yourself first and it ends up causing you loneliness and depression and anxiety. Like, wow. That's why I don't believe in, in, you know, loving yourself in that way because I think it's toxic. I yeah. think it's toxic in the sense of, you know, you're not really going to live the fullness that God has for you just serving yourself. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, like, you're going to become bitter and angry. And you're yeah. going to become every toxic thing you can imagine because you think you're the – you think you're the center of the universe, and that's just not yeah. how it works. There's a lot of people that are entitled, um, that they think that they deserve. You you don't deserve anything, bro. I think we're all like that, though, bro. Because think about when somebody wrongs you, you think you deserve, like, that person deserves justice because of how they treated you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, that is a way of saying, I deserve justice by what that person did to me. But it's like, you've done the same thing. Exactly. So I feel you know like a lot of people think that, like, with me personally, bro, I was just telling Fabian, like, there's some times where people be doing things that I don't like. And I get a little, in my mind, I get, ooh. Like, I just want to throw a chair at him. I just want to put him in a meat grinder kind of thing, you know. But at the end of the day, show him love. You know, there was this guy at uh, War of the Beer. He gave me super attitude. Wasn't the guy that told me to f off? It was some other dude, and I just saw him, man. I was like, I was like, all right, bro, don't worry. I asked him if he was good. I was like, are we okay? Like, is there is there a problem? You need a manager? He said, nah, man. Uh, he was mad because I I gave him fries instead of tater tots, mm-hmm. and uh, I was like, bro, I'll give you tater tots, man. <laughs> just, but just tater tots. So many people do do this, bro. Like they just get mad. Out of the smallest things, right? Like it's okay if, if they t- if he told me, "Hey man, like oh, the only thing is was that uh, I ordered tater tots, but whenever you can, just bring them out. You can switch them out. That would have been perfect." But he gave me attitude, so I kind of gave him attitude back. But uh, at the end of the day, I still served him, right? Yeah. Refilled his water, checked up on his table. You got doing all right? You know, you didn't get anything else. I could have been a, you know, I could have just been trash and never went back to him never gave him his tater tots and just because over there the managers will always back us up you know like they'll oh lewis you know 
you you know, you probably did some, you probably gave them attitude, but it's okay, we're all right. Some other places they'll fire you because you do that, but yeah. Anyways, like at the end of the day, like he gave me attitude, I didn't like it. Um, uh, I had to suck it up. And but there's people that you do the smallest things to them, and they want to throw your whole life into a freaking, and into the into the concrete, into the wet concrete, bro. Yeah, they just want to throw you into some wet concrete. I'm like, man, I'm just a server, bro. I'm just a human, just like you. I have seven other tables. Like, I'm sorry, I didn't, I didn't come and check up on your water. You know, like if you need water, you go ask somebody else. You know, like we're all in the team here. And there was this, that one guy who told me to f off. He was he he got mad because of that. He he told uh my, one of my one of my coworkers to tell me to f off, and and then Rachel, who was a manager there, who's like a key over there, banned him. It was like you can't be doing this, so you're no longer welcome here. And then they and then they told me, and I was like, man, y'all really saved his. Yeah, I really saved him because if you would have told me why he was here, I probably would have said something to him, you know, where I went up there and asked him why he told me to F off trying to figure it out. But I would have been pretty, pretty. I would have went up there with some attitude, you know what I mean? Yeah. But feeling entitled, there's so many people that I deal with that just feel so entitled, bro. Yeah. They feel like they deserve everybody doesn't deserve anything except for them. And that, if you ever become a server, you'll understand what I mean, man. Like, you meet so many different people, and it's just insane and and, and impressive the amount of people that are so trash in this world. And, like, I'm just – it's just, like, you got to learn how to be a customer, bro. You got to learn how to be a, how to be decent, man. We're all human here, man. Yeah. And these people are just here to ruin your day, bro. I just, well, it's kind of like how I was saying earlier. It's whenever, like, I think us as humans – we, if you don't, if you don't like fully satisfy me, I'm gonna treat you less than human. So, so it, like I said, it may not be pornography, but it could be like you're not serving me the way I want you to. So I'm yeah. gonna treat you less than human. Um, and it goes back. I think it goes back to the root of like, it's about me. It's not about you. It's about me. And if I don't get what I want, if I don't get my way, like the repercussions are just gonna be gigantic. Yeah, and I think if everybody had patience and everybody knew like. I'm not in front here. Like I'm, yeah. I'm just a, I'm a, I'm just a fellow. I'm a fellow, right? Then I wouldn't have to deal with so many people that think that they're above everybody else. Yeah. Like me personally, when I go eat, or when I when I go when I go eat, or when I go to a restaurant, yeah. I don't think that I need to get my food at a certain time. Obviously, like if it. If the restaurant is dead and my food yeah. is taking 45 minutes, then I'll be like, hey, look, man, you know, been waiting a while here, you know. But I don't go there thinking that I should be first. Like, man, not even in other situations, bro. Like, there's so many things that that I'm just nonchalant about because I know that I'm not important. I'm not important, bro. Like, how the Bible says, like, you're not that important. If you think you're important, if you think you're too important to help people, you're not. Paul said that, bro. You're not that important, bro. You're not. You're not that important. How the camera's looking, man, dude. I don't know how the long this. Dead, so I don't know how long this episode is. I know you have to be home by ten thirty. Ten thirty. It's ten thirty. So look, check this out. <laughs> check this out, man. 
We're going to spontaneously and abruptly end this episode right here. This, All right, but before we end it, the what are, chips are gone. The chips are gone. And y'all, listen, remember when we talked about, like, the date not being on this? This is exactly why. They knew we were going to eat the chips wow. before the day even ended. Wow. Just so you know. Wow. People but, that save their chips, like, just to see, like, a random bag of chips, like, we hear those, bro. <laughs> no way. Bro. You go to the pantry and just rolled up Doritos. I'm like, how did you not finish this? <laughs> No, I got a bunch of rolled. Say, I got a bunch of rolled up Doritos on my house. Damn, uh, I guess I'm a weirdo. You're a weirdo. Now I said final thoughts. What are what, what are the last things you want to tell the people? Before? Final thoughts. Um, this is a, this is my final thought, man. I'm grateful. I'm grateful for waking up this morning. Grateful for my buddy Jason. You know, I'm still learning who who, who this kid is, man. He has no idea who I am. I don't even know his birthday. When's your birthday? When is my birthday? Mother's Day. Mother's Day is your birthday. Mexican Mother's Day. Shout out to oh, all the Mexican Wow, dude. Your mom. I was the gift. You were the gift, so you don't have to give her nothing anymore. I literally never give her anything because <laughs> I am. Because I give her myself. Damn, bro. On her birthday and every other day because I love her. My birthday is April 19, man. April 19. This guy's November 20th. Oh, May 10th, by the way. If y'all are not oh, Mexican, yeah, May 10th, May 10th May is 10th. Mother's Day in Mexico. Uh, still learning who Jason is. I know Fabian. Uh you know, sooner or later, I'll learn. I've known him for 13 days. He's known Fabian for 13 years, so it's pretty close. That's crazy, man. That is close. crazy. But final thoughts is thank you so much uh, for listening. Thank you for coming out, bro. Yeah, bro, of course. Anytime. You were, you were on the podcast before, but now people are going to know how you look. This is true. <laughs> <laughs> he said, I did mm. not look like this before. I he did not look like I this. way better. He looked a little better, I feel. Uh, he still looks decent. Still looks decent. Decent. You know, he's you're got a very little... handsome man. I think you're handsome. You're handsome, bro. I feel like you you're gonna be a millionaire one day. I feel. You'll if drive. You do, a... I feel like you you'll grow out of that Camaro and go into a Bentley, bro. If you do, I want to <laughs> go to full sale, and I want you to pay for my full. Yeah, I my got you, bro. Gotta go to full sale. We're all going to full sale. By the way, this video is sponsored by Full Sale University. They don't know it, but it is. They don't know it. Full sale, thank you. Sponsored by Lays and and Lays and and Full Sale. Lays and Full Sale, thank you. No, but thank you so much for coming out, bro. I know you uh you're a busy man now. No. How you are, dude. And I wish you the best on that, bro. I want you to make yourself proud, make uh Lake Point proud. Make. Thanks to God and you, bro. It was if it wasn't yeah. for you and Steph, and I wouldn't. One thing I love about my about what I do, about what God has given me, is that I'm I'm really quick to get connections going, you know, and I I I want to connect with yeah, you, and I want to connect you with other people, you know. I had I had I had some dude who I met at World of Beer. He makes music. I want to connect. I wanted to connect him with Yusuf. Shout out Yusuf. But he didn't pull through. Some sometimes people don't pull yeah. through, but that's all right. Yeah. But you pulled yeah. through, so and Steph pulled through. Shout out my sister Steph. Shout, and out. shout out this boy Jason. He's Thank you, out Steph. Me. Yeah. You got any final thoughts? Yeah. Uh, just wanted to mention, like, I believe there's like a healthy amount of focusing on yourself and focusing Absolutely. on helping other people. Yeah. That's yeah. what I've been learning, and definitely uh, find that balance. Find that balance, you know. Yeah. Because if you focus too much on helping others, then you're never going to have time to benefit yourself as well and help everyone grow, including yourself. Yeah. So definitely uh, just keep track of how you are with God. Keep track of how 
you are with how yourself. How much you've grown and be grateful for God, you know, because yeah. yeah. you may not be in the position you want, but just know that you're blessed enough to be in the position you're away from before. Yeah, you know? interesting. Wow, that was That's good. That's great. What about you, bro? Yeah, final thoughts to piggyback off of Fabian. Um, I think at the end of the day, you can't give what you don't have. So if you if you expect people to be healthy, but you're not healthy, I I think you're kind of fooling yourself. Mm-hmm. So it kind of goes back to what you said, like making sure you take care of yourself so that you can serve people well. Yeah. And I think yeah. at the root of that is dealing with your issues. Like I'm dealing with my issues. I'm actually going to therapy right now, and I'm talking to my, my therapist about grief. And uh, he actually sent me something today that, like, it's kind of like a goodbye letter to somebody that, like, I was dating at some point, and, like, yo, I was like, yo, I don't want to do this because it, it just felt so much more real. Yeah. But, like, in order for me to grow and progress and, you know, uh, become healthy, I have to, you know, let certain things go that just, you know, God God put in my, in my life for a season for a reason, and now I need to let that thing go, let that person go. So I can be what I want to be for other people, and that's healthy. That's uh, to be productive. That's to be a leader. That's to be whatever it is that I, like God wants me to be for people. A servant, you know, you don't hear that often, but I actually do want to serve people, and I want to yeah. serve them well. Mm-hmm. And so I can't do that if I'm only seeking, if I'm only asking God for things that only please me and not yeah. please his kingdom. And so, yeah, man, make sure you take care of yourself. Make sure you get around people who keep you accountable. Uh, make sure uh, you, you know, like, Take take your walk with God seriously. Yeah. Um, and when I say that, I mean, like, when things are hitting the fan in your life and you feel like going the opposite direction, don't do that. Like, draw near to God because he draws near to you. Um, you know, this isn't a Christian podcast, but I'm a Christian, so I'm going to just say this. But, like, um, you know, the gospel's for you. Jesus died for you. And mm-hmm. it's because he loves you that, you know, he went to that cross and died that death so that you could be reconciled to God. And so I think there's great hope. There's great love. That's the greatest act of love that we could have in this world is knowing that somebody died for us so that we could be with the person who loves us the most. Um, And all you have to do is believe, believe that Jesus did that for you and let him do a work in your heart so that you can actually become a healthy person. Like even the, even the concept of being healthy, I don't think we can have unless we know that like God created us to be those kinds of people. So anyways, outside of that rambling. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, final yeah, final was. thoughts. Take care of yourself. Take care of your relationship with God. Don't put it at the Amen. end of your list, but make it your number one because at Amen. the end of the day, like, your relationships depend on your relationship with God. Mm. 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 You know what I'm saying? <laughs> There's not a button that... Every time I, I, I bark, just know that it was good. I'll be barking in uh, certain situations I shouldn't be barking in. But uh, just, yeah. to, just to say, just to clarify what Jason said... Uh, on that little part about the Christian podcast. This podcast is is run by Christian people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we're not going to uh we're not going to read a chapter a day, you know, kind of thing, I feel. I feel like the guest is Fabian right now, right? It might be some other dude some other day, right? It will be. This he's not going to be the only guest on here. But you know, I want I want everybody to understand that we are believers, and we are working on being the best that we can be. The potential that God has given us, we want Earth, to achieve yes, it. Earth. So on that note, <clears throat> we ate all the lime chips, man. And before you go, bro, before you go, I have an idea for this canvas right here. 
I think I talked oh, to you about man. it, right? Did I talk to you about it? You did. Me, yes. They're talking about Fabian. Okay, so yeah. the canvas is this, bro. So we're gonna we're gonna cut this out yeah. right here. You're gonna sign it, and then I'm gonna put it on there. Yeah. Okay. So I'm the first one. You're, You're the first, first one, one dude. Oh, that's so cool. So I think I'm gonna I'm gonna do a circle, maybe. Circle would be cool. You could do like different shapes too, or something. I don't know. Oh yeah. You get like Doritos, do triangle. And do stuff. a triangle for so, Doritos. I think I'm gonna be weird and get the cheese Cheetos. It depends on who 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 it is, bro. Maybe some dude eats veggie sticks. Not the you know? veggie sticks. And I'm gonna have to kick him out of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know. Hey, you can't be on here with the veggie sticks. We love bro. you, but we don't love your veggie sticks, bro. Don't love your veggie sticks, bro. What you mean? Ooh, let's look at this. Dude, this thing is crushing. You're kinda struggling. Okay, ah, uh, damn, I messed damn. up. Okay, hold on, hold on. I can't mess up here though. You're not allowed to mess up in the middle. Oh, okay. This one, okay. I, I, I went rogue. I went rogue. <laughs> I went rogue, bro. Dang, it was coming out so good. It was. Okay, okay. Oh, nice. Recovery. Okay, recovery, recovery, recovery. Hold on. Oh, oh. Hold Maybe up. not. There we go. Maybe. There we go. There it is. There you go. I went rogue. I went rogue. And nice. Beautiful. So, yeah, I guess <laughs> yeah. it works. I guess it works. Maybe it I can clean it up a little bit, but you're just gonna. I just want here. Hold on. Let me get you a. Let me get you a. Thing, bro. Let me get you a. You got a sharpie. Let me get you a tarp. Tarp. Sharpie. Let me get my brush. Sheesh. Oh. Uh, Cause I feel like I'm running. I feel like I gotta get away, get away, get away. But I know that I don't. I want to stop Try to sign it with this. Yeah. So this is a new concept that I'm trying. I don't know if that camera all the way over there is recording right now. But this new concept that I'm trying, and no way did it work. A little bit. So I'm gonna put in the the date here. What time? What day is today? Is today it? is the twentieth. Zero seven twenty 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 two ten forty two p.m. So it's, it's a Wednesday. I'm ready to go to bed. How many months? Wait. Two months to the day? Till my birthday? July, August, September. That's three months, bro. October, November. You said November 20th, huh? November 20th. That's four months from now. Four months? Yeah, bro. Oh, yeah, the four months. Dude. And we're going to Vegas for my birthday. Oh! Yeah, that boy Jason better pull through, bro. I'll do it for the podcast and we, nothing else. We might just have to, like, redo it later. Yeah, we might just have to redo a little with a sharpie. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. But um, yeah, it's just gonna. No, that'd be cool. That'd be cool. Get me, get me, get me. I got you. A- Anyways, guys, thank you for listening to this episode of Pasta Chips Podcast. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Pasta Chips Podcast. If you feel like, man, this podcast is cool, I see a lot of potential in it, man. Go ahead and follow us on our Patreon. 
is somewhere in the bio at Passages Podcast. Uh, listen to his podcast on Spotify. Tell your friends about it. Listen to Apple Podcasts, Pocket Cast, Google Podcasts, um, Anchor.fm, uh, etc. and etc. So I'll catch y'all later. Thank you. Y'all have a good day. Stay blessed. Peace.